Hello FamBam, hi leaders, welcome back. Today we are going to talk about the one question that I get asked by mostly people in my local life, but it's a good question. So that question is, how do you become a minimalist? How do you even start? And it seems like a really basic question, but I didn't realize that a lot of you guys love the idea. You try to implement the stuff, but you still don't consider yourself to be a minimalist. So it's confusing. There's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of different tips and ideas. And I get that it can be so overwhelming that you almost never start, or maybe you start to implement a couple things and never fully come to what you feel like is the fruition or evolution of being a minimalist. So aside all that, minimalism is easy. It's really, really easy. And so I'm not saying this to sort of downplay or, or invalidate the fact that it can be overwhelming. Yes, the perspective of it, and especially when you're getting started, is super overwhelming. But the cool thing is the solution is really easy. If you believe that you're a person who takes the time to assess the things that come into your life, whether or not it adds value to you, and then you take the time to let it go if it doesn't, or to keep and grow the things that do so that you can add more value to the people that you love, to the things that are important to you, or just to the general world, then you are a minimalist. That's number one. Number two is it's easy because there is no rule book. There is literally no specific result that it should look like for anybody. It's gonna be different for anybody. So if you know me, I love simplifying things into small, easy steps. And I say, I'm saying this word easy a lot so that <laughs> you can sort of get brainwashed to realize it's very easy. But no, I'm just kidding. Um, easy steps are the way to actually make progress because most of us do get in a place where we're like, gosh, I like this thing or I'm interested and wanna do this thing, but then we don't do it because we don't see where the easy steps are. And that's really understandable. So let's start with one to two easy steps. And one of the ways that I like making this philosophy or movement of minimalism easy is by starting with the exterior. Because we can talk about everything that I like to talk about, which is minimalism of our mindset and minimalism of our relationships and all this stuff. But that's not as easy. Exterior is something that you can do on your own. You feel the results right away and you see it and it helps you get more motivated and inspired to do another one or two easy steps. So there's two options going into this. The first one is just moving forward. So maybe you don't wanna deal with everything or you're happy with where life is, but how can I apply minimalism now into my life? If you just wanna apply it from here moving forward, you wanna think of two things, awareness and action. So awareness will be, I'm at the grocery store or I am shopping for a new t-shirt. Awareness will be, does this really add value to my life? And what is value to you? You have to be able to know that because some people might say, well, yeah, it's cute. I like that. Or I could use it at the next Christmas party or the next, you know, wedding, whatever. Uh, but, and, and that's something I used to do. And I used to think that was valuable to me, but I had to really assess like, what is more valuable to me? Is it more valuable to me to have a wardrobe where I can pick whatever I want to wear? Cause I just love like dressing myself up so much. And if, you, if that's you, that's not a bad thing because this is why it's, it's gonna look different for everybody. If it's you, that's not a bad thing. You just have to have that self-awareness to know whether it is or not. For me, it's not. 
So even though I go to the store and I think it's cute, I have to say, okay, my awareness is I would rather put this $20 not into the shirt, but into something else. Or I would rather keep the $20, admire the shirt, go home, think about it, and if I really love it and I'm still thinking about it and want it, then I'll come back and get it. But I've felt guilty in the past and I know this doesn't feel good in the long run for me. So that's the awareness. And then step two, take the action. Put the shirt back, you know, or spend the $20 somewhere else. Like take the action to follow through with that awareness. So that is option one. And those are the two easy steps that you can take utilizing that option. Option two would be all this moving forward and everything that we've already that we're already dealing with right now and what i mean by that is like i know a lot of you guys want to tidy you want to organize you want to declutter you want your home to feel just perfect and clean and you want to feel that difference externally and so if you want to do that you want to take option number one and so you want to apply option one moving forward and you want to work your way into the other areas of your life. So for the sake of keeping this simple, the first thing that I recommend is downloading my declutter list. It's free, I'll stick it here, and it helps simplify a handful of these spaces that we're about to talk about. Number two, if you don't want that list, it's really simple. Start with different areas of your house, make three to four piles. So the first pile is going to be needs. I need this. I use this. I literally have to have this. Number two is I want this. I like this. I use it. Number three is I like this, but I can let it go. And number four is I'm not so sure. I'll revisit this later. A lot of times you'll find sentimental items or items that seem like they might be good for a later point in the future in pile number four. But typically it is need, want and like, can get rid of pile number three. So put them in piles and don't overwhelm yourself. I mean, if you're me, I like to overwhelm myself. If it's me, I like, I wanna do the whole house. I wanna get it all done. But I understand that is where it can be overwhelming for some. So if you want to actually do this and make progress, simply segregate your spaces. And so Marie Kondo has some ideas of how to segregate spaces. I think she starts with clothes and then books. Um, don't quote me on that, you'll have to look her up. I have my decluttering checklist, which we start with clothes and personal items or different areas of the room. That's what we do. We start in different, I don't even know what I do. Um, start, cause I do it all at once now, but um, start in different areas of the room and then I like to go into my kitchen and deal with the food. So start with what to let go of, let go of and go to the different areas of the room. If a room overwhelms you, it could be something as simple as the junk drawer. Start at the junk drawer, dump it all out. I have two processes. So the checklist I put together that's the free download down below is talks about like uh, typical things that a household needs. Now I like this process because what I do anytime I work in any space in my house, even now, even though we declutter regularly, I will remove everything from the space I'm decluttering and then only put back what I ideally want or like in that space. 
So that is a start, and then and then I deal with the leftover pile and say, do well, do I need this? Do I use this? Can it go somewhere else? A lot of it, like an example of this, would be if I was doing the bathroom and I was removing all the things from the cabinet trees, and then I find that I have like three different body oils in there, right? So I have jojoba and castor and coconut oil. I'm like, well, I don't need all these oils here, so I might take two out, put it in my overstock pile because I do. I have like an overstock slash hurricane pile in case the grocery store shut down and then just leave one bottle of oil. And I'm really proud of myself because I just finished my jojoba and I'm now moving to my vitamin E oil. And then it also allows me to process and be like, do I like this oil? Do I not like this oil? And I try really hard not to waste. So, you know, this is just a side tangent, but um, I sort of force myself to finish the product, even though it's not my favorite, especially if I have like a bunch. And then I get to really keep a mental note, like don't buy this again, you don't like this. And so over time in experimenting and doing this, you realize like what things you actually really like and use and enjoy using. And then everything else actually becomes less of a desirable thing or less of a curious thing, despite how it's marketed because I know exactly what I like and enjoy, and I really enjoy that experience. So we've got areas in the house, food and kitchen. Food and kitchen's huge. And I picked these two because literally, I think creating space for yourself and then identifying the food that adds value and doesn't add value to you are the two places that you really can get more time and energy, that you really feel that as a physical difference in your body regularly and daily to tackle these two. But then I also have digital clutter because, and I'm not saying like digital files, like pictures, save that for last. What I'm saying really is apps. So one of the things that I let go of is notifications on all my social media apps. The only notifications I get are for like bedtime, drinking water and work emails because I have to be really quick at responding to my clients. Otherwise I would get rid of the work emails too. But um, out of all the apps, I keep like one or two like mindless games. Candy Crush is one. I'm trying to think of the other. I think it's just Candy Crush. Um, but then I get rid of everything else that are time wasters or things that deplete my time, my energy, or cause me to scroll or get distracted. And then the next thing that I have on my list is schedules or obligations. Now, of course, a lot of us would like to not be obligated to go to our work every single morning, and it might be a toxic environment. That might be something that you have to work on later. But things like that event or party you were invited to that you really don't want to go to but feel obligated, or that I don't know, barbecue, you know, community barbecue that nobody's even gonna miss you. Like those sort of things that you feel like you can take back time and not give energy for something that you're not really interested. In. Maybe your friends like to go to the bar every Friday night. It's not really your thing, but you just go because that's what you normally do. Start cutting out those things because those are the things also that are gonna give back time and energy. And then the last thing I have on today's list are people. People are tough because people you care about them. You feel like you want to show them you care. Some of us feel like we owe it to people um, to show up and either just be a part of their life, whether it's going to the bar because this is what we've always done, whether it's ma them making you feel obligated to hold space for their toxic perspectives and their constant need for you know, dumping their garbage on you. That's hard, especially when you care about people in your life. Um, and I, I talk to a lot of friends who go through something very similar. They're, it's their family, it's their coworkers, it's their roommates, it's their best friends. 
Those are things that are really hard, but as much as possible, you have to be able to set really strong boundaries for yourself because people, it's unbelievable how some, sometimes people will just literally suck the life out of you with out even thinking because they don't have boundaries of their own. And so it just kind of seeps into your life. And those are, those are really not worth it. You have to let that go and love them from afar as best as you can. But if those people don't accept it or appreciate it or see it anyways, then it's kind of like a dead end connection or relationship. And, and that's the way that I see it. So that's, those are really huge things to let go of. And alternatively, you want to fill that space because you don't want to feel empty either. So one of the best ways to be successful at this is to fill the space. So if you're getting rid of and decluttering your stuff, I'm not saying go buy more stuff by filling the space. I'm saying create functional spaces so that you really love living in your home. One of the things that I did was when we moved into this new place, I wanted a couple, a little bit of decoration, but I did not want to just buy anything and it's not really this home it was the first apartment that we lived but i started instead decorating with live plants and i wanted something that felt refreshing something that uh you know filtered the air and something that looked nice and so i started with these live plants and believe it or not i have a flipping I wish I could swivel the camera around, but if you follow me on Instagram, I have like a, a urban garden. I have a whole garden on my patio. So you can see that it starts evolving to things that give more, give back to you, know, to you and your life or add value to us. And that's been a really fun project to have this urban garden. And these plants are like the gift that keeps giving. I mean, I get five new baby aloe every six, six months, all the succulents, when their leaves fall, they turn into their own separate succulents. So it's, it's been cool also to cultivate these plants. And, and literally what I'll do is I'll just get a pot and I'll pot these plants and I'll gift them to people as gifts and they're wonderful, wonderful gifts. And even especially to say, I grew this myself or this is the baby from the mama. So I have the mama, you have the baby. It's just really cute. Um, things like apps and tools I filled my phone with, with timers, alarms, meditation apps. So filling your time on social media or on your apps with things that actually add value and give you more time and energy back taking your schedule and instead of just dropping the bar on Friday night, taking the time to spend that quality time for yourself or with people that you really want to cultivate relationships with. And this goes hand in hand with people. You can either look for new friends or new people get involved in a group that has a really healthy values and a really healthy intention for the groups getting together. So an example of this is like this, the yoga studio here that I'm at, super healthy relationships, super supportive, zero ego and drama. I mean, like I've never seen anything like it in any yoga studio before. And to have that environment for a lot of these women to come to and tap back into where they're supported and they're doing something healthy for their mind and body is such a beautiful thing to witness and be a part of. So things like that are really important as well as identifying the people that you really love and value in your life. And instead of maybe adding more relationships to your life, you can just focus on deepening and cultivating a more intimate and meaningful relationship with those people. So this is kind of phase one to how to get started being a minimalist. Option one, just to recap, moving forward, you just have the awareness of does this add value to my life? Does this add value to my goals and my higher self? Yes or no. And then step two, take action, let it go, 
or keep it and cultivate it. If you want to do option two, which is do that moving forward, but also deal with the excess in my life currently, let go of things, that's step one in the different categories that we talked about today. And step two, add, keep, or cultivate things that are actually gonna improve your life, your time, your energy, and your own well-being, both mentally and physically. I hope you enjoyed this video. If you want more videos like this, like part two, give it a thumbs up because I don't know if my comments are back. They keep coming back for like two seconds and then going away, and we're working hard to get them back. So just give this video a bunch of thumbs thumbs ups and if it has more thumbs ups than what I regularly get then I'll bring back part two for you guys. Thank you and I love you so much. I hope you have a great day. I'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.